This is Arvette McLean and Diana Wright of Speak, The Universe Listens. We love inspiring and providing the tools needed to be your best selves, to live your best lives, and to easily create abundance in your relationships, finances, and health. Today's topic is the success formula. Arvette, hmm? what's the success formula? I know we've talked about it a lot, and can we kind of like recap some of the things we've always talked about? Yeah, so actually, we talk about the success formula pretty much in every single mm-hmm. episode. And what I didn't realize is that people didn't really see or that we're saying the same thing every single week mm-hmm. um, in terms of what is the way to bring to you what your heart desires. And so um, it's a very simple formula which is why people I think get confused so really the main is really two main points to it and one thing is to think about what it is that you would love think on it feel on it see on it and spend time there Mm -hmm. Um, and and really that's it so you think about it and then you actually visualize it and spend time there Um, and then of course there are other things that go around that which would be, first of all, just realizing who you really are and that you're connected to the divinity. You're connected to the divine being. You're connected to the source of all that is. Mm -hmm. And when you realize that connection, you understand that you have this power to create, to bring into existence anything that you want. And so I think that's where it begins. Mm -hmm. And And you're so right. We talk about it, you know, in different ways, but we're saying the same exact thing and I every time we talk about being connected to all that is it I always get goosebumps because that's every single living thing Mm -hmm. and um, and it also it empowers you because we have this power within us that unfortunately a lot of us don't tap into because we don't realize that we actually have it, but it's right there. And if you focus on it and you think about it and you say it and you feel it, you can feel the power grow within you mm-hmm. and then it spreads throughout. Right. And, and I want to also say, not only are we connected to every living thing, we're mm-hmm. connected to everything. Okay. And so when you think about um, making the unmanifest manifest, when you think about bringing things into reality, creating things, that's making things bringing things into a physical existence. Um, and a lot of the things that we desire that we bring into physical existence isn't necessarily a living thing, but we're connected to that source, that pulsating energy that runs through the everything. Energy. And it's like we have the ability to shape it and mold it. And the thing is, um, we, we do it every single day. We do this every single day. We create our lives in every moment. Um, but because we're not aware that we are the ones who are molding it and shaping it, we're not taking the reins and directing that energy in the direction that we would want it to go. We're almost letting it kind of go wishy-washy. Like we're letting things outside of ourselves control it. And really, when I say outside of ourselves, what I really mean is it's our own thinking, mm-hmm. but it's, not, it's thoughts that we were pretty much handed and we're not taking control of our thinking and then creating, molding the unmanifest into the manifest that we would desire. Mm-hmm. And far as talking about how, I guess in a sense, 
condition of how to think even from you know as young children as our parents will instill in us our teachers everything that's around us we have this instilled thought process mm -hmm. and um and then being able to think outside of that when things happen or just like what you said every single day you know we're choose we're making a choice mm -hmm. and are we going to allow these thoughts or these situations or whatever it may be to control us versus thinking we have the power to control it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And um, this actually just came to me recently. Um, I was really, I was describing the process to someone, or really to a group of people, and what I realized clearly, and it's not that I didn't realize it before, but you know how sometimes you can see something from a different slant, and mm -hmm. you're just like, oh, okay, I get that, you know. And so what I realized is that we have to want our dream more than the, we want the story that we tell ourselves. And so we're so attached to who we think we are, mm -hmm. we don't want to give that up for anything. <laughs> <laughs> because really when you do like, if you, well, this is me, this is how I've always been. I'm comfortable with mm -hmm. who I guess I think I am, mm -hmm. but I'm much more than that. Cause, but the thought process, you don't really put yourself in that room to think that way. I mean, I, I'm very comfortable with, um, I'm not saying I, but people just in general in the sense of, I know me. Well, mm -hmm. this I think I know mm -hmm. me. And then we, we, when we talk and we read certain things and hear um, different shows and things, it's like, hmm, you know, could I be this other person? Is that me? And that's when you open your heart and your mind open to other possibilities mm -hmm. of I do have this power mm -hmm. like what you stated being connected to all that mm -hmm. is and that's that's me too right yeah <laughs> and I think a lot of times because of who we think we are we limit our choices even when we think we're broadening our choices we're still only limiting it to the realm of what we think we can do mm -hmm. and it's so it's one of those things it's like a blind spot because this we place a ceiling on ourselves and then when we think we're reaching for the stars we're really reaching for that ceiling and it it's a way i don't know i can't say like how do you go around the ceiling and see on the other side mm -hmm. but what i think the re, the way i think that you do this because this is what happened for me is when I actually define what my dream really is. My dream is bigger than the person who I pretend to be. And so in order to reach a dream that's bigger than who I think I am, then I have to be willing to spread my wings and come up with some different versions of myself. It's almost like what you're saying, You well, you gotta come outside of this, you gotta come outside of yourself mm -hmm. and think and, and as I'm listening to you, think almost things that you have never thought about. Right. You're talking about, okay, the ceiling is here, but I need to think I am much more than mm -hmm. that. Well, how do you even, how do you think about something to be even much more than that when, and sometimes you haven't even reached the ceiling, right. so, but you're going to go beyond that. Mm -hmm. So to put yourself in that um, place to think way beyond you could ever possibly think. Right. You know, no limits, you know, this, there is no limits. Mm -hmm. How do you even put yourself there? Yeah. 
And to me, like I say, and, and honestly, I'm just realizing this this very year, mm-hmm. 2018 is when I'm realizing this. But it's like in the pursuit of your dream, that's when you start to see that you are more than who you think you are. And so that's, again, that's the purpose of, that's one of the big purposes of a dream. Like while you're, you're thinking you're creating a dream, but the dream is creating you, mm-hmm. so to speak. It, it forces you to tap into um, parts that you don't realize even exist mm-hmm. and tap into energies on the field of potentiality that's out there that you can reach in and pull stuff out. And like when we dream small, so to speak, when we, we, if our dreams are things that we think we can do, then that's not, it stretches you a little bit, but it stretches you in, in ways expected. It stretches you in expected ways. But when your dream is big, bigger than what you think you can achieve, mm-hmm. <laughs> and yet you're stepping confidently in the direction of your dream anyway, it pushes you to limits that you didn't even know that you had. Higher limits. Higher, yes. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. And you keep and you keep yourself how do you even keep yourself in that space though? You know, to keep thinking that way. Because there's other things, you know, I would say for myself, there's other things that would get in the way. I'm like, I can't do that. It would be fear, self doubt, those kind of things. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, yeah, I can do this, but to think way beyond that, then it's like, no, that's not possible, <laughs> you know, but actually it is. Mm-hmm. And, and I know for me, like a lot of times I will try to figure stuff out, like, mm, how do you get from point A to point B? And that's my strength, you know, to figure out how do I get from here to there? And I might come up with one or two ways and then those roads might be blocked and then I might be like, well, shoot. I don't know how to do it. But then when I realized, okay, but God has at least a million different ways mm-hmm. to get that done. And so I just lay it there and say, I, I believe in that energy. I believe in that power. I'm not believing in necessarily our vet, the limited person, mm-hmm. but I'm believing in my connection to divinity, to the connection that all things are possible. Mm-hmm. And I can see that when you when you framed it the way that you did, you know, absolutely there are no limits. Mm-hmm. You, we, we can do anything from that standpoint. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of that goes back to how much of your story are you willing to give up? You know, because a lot of us conceptualize ourselves as people who must struggle. I think. Um, our society in general has taught us that that struggle is good and the more you struggle the sweeter the reward um so we almost want to struggle (laughs) you know um we conceptualize ourselves in ways like it's it's so easy for us to blame blame might be too strong of a word but i'm just going to use it anyway it's easy for us to blame things that happen in our childhood like Mm -hmm. you know maybe some type of trauma that's happened and then we're we're forever um, colored by the thing that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's almost like we are a victim to things that have happened to us in the past and they have shaped us. They've shaped us into who we are today. Um, so the question is, if we give that up, then who are we today? Mm-hmm. So it's hard to give up the story. 
It is. And, you know, as you were saying, I was just thinking in my mind and regarding how, um, and I think we had talked about this maybe in the past about being stuck, Mm -hmm. you know, so things that have happened growing up or even as adults, we hold on to that Mm -hmm. and we make that our comfort zone, you know, and moving past that to let that go. Well, what's left? Right. You know, (laughs) what am I going to do now? Mm -hmm. Because this was, I know what this is. I'm comfortable with this, but now it's the unknown. So what am I supposed to do? I don't know how to deal with that, mm-hmm. you know, from that standpoint. And um, I think I may have said this before, but I remember reading someone said, um, if you don't know what your future is like, if you're afraid of your future, you don't know what it's going to look like, mm-hmm. then just create it, hmm. create the future that you want. And so, and that's really the formula the success formula is just telling us how do we create it. And it's just basically, I, I would, if we had to put numbers on it, I would say the first thing is really to understand that we're connected to the source of all that is. Like, if you can really get that, like, then you know anything is possible. Mm-hmm. But the method of communication is the thinking that you have and then the energy or the feelings that come behind the thinking. So it's all, like I always jokingly say, God doesn't speak English. So you may be thinking, well, if I say I don't want such and such, don't God know I don't want it? <laughs> you know, but it's, it's almost like um, it's a response to the energy that you are emitting. And so a lot of times when you're saying I don't want something, that's just a strong frequency, a strong energy that you're putting out there. And so whatever that energy that you're putting out is what you're going to attract back mm-hmm. to you. So instead of focusing on all the things that we don't want, which is what we typically do, everything that's on our nerves, we're going to say, this happened and this happened. Can you believe this happened today? (laughs) You know, um, instead of putting all of our energy there, we need to put it on all the things that we do want. And the more we can keep our energy there, the more we're going to keep drawing to us all the things that we want. And then we we need to do it with passion, you know, not just haphazardly Mm -hmm. and daintily, but like to really feel it like this is what I want so you really have to spend um, spend time there it's a practice Mm -hmm. as well almost has to become a habit and that's in that sense to stay in that space definitely and for me one of the easiest ways for me to actually understand my connection Mm -hmm. is spending time in nature Mm -hmm. and it's the little things you know like literally looking at ants Mm-hmm. literally listening to the leaves on the trees as they're blowing or you know I like hearing the leaves underneath my feet like at this time of the year yeah. the tree, leaves are falling off the trees or even just the the beauty of you know the yellows and the reds mm-hmm. and the oranges like that excites me but to spend time there I know we all look at the stuff and we see it and we're like oh pretty but like to spend time really realizing this is for me mm-hmm. this is for my mm-hmm. eyes to see mm-hmm. you know? and it's you know and I love that as well because when you really you can just get lost mm-hmm. in in nature when you stop and if you can quiet everything else out and just stop and look at everything mm-hmm. I mean the squirrels playing and what are they doing they seem like they seem like they're so happy <laughs> you know and I like rustling or walking in the leaves because you can hear every pop and and everything and you know just 
listening to everything and it just it does something to my spirit it really does mm-hmm. and um, the birds flying around and like what you said it's for me it's like God painted this beautiful picture with all of these colors and all of these sounds and I'm connected to all of that mm-hmm. yeah yeah so that's funny though I've probably told this story before too but um, you know I used to work all the time, all the time, all the time, all the time. And so then I was fortunate enough to move away and live on Barbados. Mm-hmm. And I used to watch the sunrise every single day and watch the sunset every single day. And if it was a full moon, I was going to catch it rising over the <laughs> horizon and watch it go down. And I would just be mesmerized by this. And I would be like, we don't have this in Richmond. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you told me. <laughs> I'm not gonna say I never saw a sunset or, or sunrise in Richmond, but when I did, it was like, oh, a sunset or a sunrise. It was probably like once in a blue moon mm. that I was seeing. I didn't realize it was happening every day, you know. Or <laughs> if it was a, if I would catch the moon rising, like a full moon rising, it would be like, oh wow, the moon mm. is rising. Like I didn't know this happens every month around the same time. <laughs> And um, I actually, I remember I was interviewing this man from New York, and he was just saying how wonderful Richmond was. And he was like, um, they have, you all have a sunrise and the sunset and the moon. And I was like, really, you see that when you come here? And he's like, yeah, because I'm from New York. We don't have that in New York. <laughs> and they kind of tickled me because I understood <laughs> what he was saying. exactly what he meant. <laughs> And it's probably, well, it's there too, but he just has to (laughs) stop to take your time because it's everywhere. (laughs) Yeah, so spending time in nature, I think, helps you to understand the divinity in yourself. Um, It also helps you to see how the laws work because the same way things work out there is the same way they work in here on the inside. Um, So just really doing a study of that, I, I know that sound might sound kind of crazy, but literally just being there and just being an observer mm-hmm. of it, it just teaches you things that you wouldn't, you'd be surprised at what you're learning just by watching mm-hmm. um, as it relates to how does all of life work. Right. And I think with being able to tap into that space, it gives you a lot of clarity about things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost just like a whole new world kind of opens up and you can see things with not just your eyes, mm-hmm. but your spirit right. and your heart. And that's on a whole nother level. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, so I think those are key things. And another thing, too, is just to take time to be quiet mm-hmm. um, because we need to learn how to quiet our inner chatter. All that busyness that's in our heads is kind of hard. And I always love the way Deepak Chopra put it. He said something to the effect of, you could um, drop the Empire State Building into turbulent waters and you wouldn't even notice it. But if it's a still body of water, Mm -hmm. you can drop a pebble and the ripple effect will be seen. And it's kind of like that with our minds. We have so much chatter going on. Mm -hmm. And we need to be able to calm that. And if we can calm that chatter and then 
put the thoughts in that we want and let that ripple not only across throughout our bodies and um, become that, but let it ripple all throughout the entire universe. Mm -hmm. And so I guess we can close now okay. with um, the the actual, the the core, like a lot of times I like to make things as simple as possible. I just like, I just want one or two steps, right? So the one or two <laughs> steps is think about what you want, see it, taste it, touch it, envision it, and spend as much time there mm -hmm. as possible. Um, the things that surround that are just knowing who you really are, which is that you are a part of all that is. Um, taking time to spend some time in nature. Um, to really understand your connection to divinity and taking time to be still and to be quiet and to quiet that chatter. And then also just to think about what parts of your story are you willing to give up? Because if I'm, if I'm connected to, I'm that person who um, must struggle, then I'm going to have to struggle. Mm -hmm. And if I'm willing to give that up, then I'm opening up a whole new avenue of ways to get things accomplished mm -hmm. and that whole thought process just imagine that mm -hmm. if you're able to get there mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so until next time this is our vet this is diana bye. bye and by the way i have a free gift for you check out my website at www.arvetmclean.com that's a-r-v as in victor a-t-m-c-c-l-a-i-n-e Dot com for your free gift and to find more goodies to help you create the life that you would absolutely love.